0: Humans, welcome to a Friday show. We are under the gun. Wouldn't you know, the technology was giving me a little trouble when it became time to edit and get this bad boy. Well, not even edit. Time to record this section. So I'm running in behind. him, up against the clock. But hey, that's radio, baby. That's podcasting, baby. So we've got a little something today called breakfast at Sidbulden. Sounds a lot like Breakfast at Wimbledon. That's some show that used to, maybe still does, exist before Wimbledon, you know, because they play across the pond, obviously, very early in the morning. And uh, I've heard people like watching that. I've never seen it myself, but hey, it just sounds fun. Chris Howe of the famous Howe Brothers stops by the studio to have breakfast with Sid Bolden. Okay, we have a lot of reaction Today, we have reaction to American Mail, our tanning club that has fallen under scrutiny and is maybe, maybe causing some rocky waves here at the hideaway here at the Sydney Hall Show. We also have reaction to the Apple Watch commercial I played last week. Why don't we start there? Let's just give another listen to the commercial so we're all on the same page. Here we go. So,
1: you've taken up running. Apple Watch has taken up a few new things as well. First, it tracked your distance. Now, it's tracking your stride length. It learns your favorite route, then lets you race against yourself. You're behind. Yeah, you're behind. When you're swimming, it can tell a breaststroke from a backstroke from a kickboard. And when you're done, it dries itself off. This isn't a dream. Your watch can take an E, C, G. But if it was a dream, that watch would track your REM sleep down to the minute. It checks your heart rate. It checks for temperature changes to estimate when you've ovulated. It checks out when you're buying spaghetti. It could already detect if you fell. Now the microphone detects impact noise. The accelerometer senses rapid deceleration and the barometer measures a shift in pressure consistent with an airbag going off. So it can check if you need help after a serious car crash. And hey, it also shows your ground contact time. Amazing. Have a nice run.
0: Okay folks, first one to the First one to the line here is Brendan in Savannah. He also takes issue with this commercial. Take it away, Brendan.
2: Hey, Sid. Hey, humans. This is Brendan here in Savannah, Georgia. Um, I just got done listening to your most recent podcast. And let me tell you, that Apple commercial, that shit gave me the chills. That was creepy. It was disgusting. Um, And I just want to point out the end. The guy with his little smug voice doing the commercial... He says, have a nice run. And to me, it's kind of like a threat. It's it's like something a villain would say in a movie, you know, after they find out some information about you and be like, oh, your brother works down there at the docks, huh? Or, you know, oh, your sister, you know, she comes home from school at 3, and then they say, have a nice day or enjoy your meal or something like that. So this guy, he says, I know when you buy spaghetti. And then he says, have a nice run. And I just thought that was creepy. Um, and I think their marketing, if they took the uh, Erdinger route and just said, hey, this watch costs a lot of money, more than the rest, because we track everything you do, I think I think that would hit their target audience. Anyways, just got me riled up, and uh, loving the show. Have a good one.
0: Brendan, I'm riled up, too. And if that guy does sound creepy, I know you buy a spaghetti. Okay. That's weird. I know you buy spaghetti. Have a nice run. You know, at a recent workplace of mine, well, not recent, place I used to work, it's been a few years now, uh, we got new cameras, more surveillance on the employees. And one day the uh, security guard guy was like, oh man, you must have been starving, dude. You wolfed down that hamburger pretty quickly. And it's like, dude, I understand that you're like, tasked with watching the cameras and keeping us safe and keeping the hotel safe from us and everything else that goes into being a contracted security guard. But don't tell me about it. Don't tell me you just watched me hound down a burger, dude. Just maybe keep that to yourself, right? That's this guy in the commercial. Let's give it a listen. It checks out when you're buying spaghetti. Have a nice run. So villainous indeed, dude. Ugh. Well, folks, we are just human. We're tasked with the human condition living on this planet, trying our best to just exist. And, you know, people feel the way Brendan and I do. But a fellow human feels differently. So it appears. Let's check in with the listener line. Drew in Savannah writes into the listener line and uh, says, Apple isn't tone deaf sends a YouTube link, and then says, skip to 12.05. That's it. Nothing more. Watch for falling microphones, folks. So, I dabbled. The YouTube video he sent is called Apple Event, September 7th. I think it's this most recent, uh, you know, big Apple Town Hall. Now, of course, Drew is referencing me, saying that Apple's tone deaf for bragging, for boasting, for marketing that their Apple Watch can track if women are ovulating. And of course, I said, that sounds a little dangerous. That sounds a little tone deaf. Everything I've heard in the wake of Roe v. Wade being overturned is that if the women track their cycle on apps, delete them now. Because we don't know what these anti-abortion creeps are up to. And... You know, God forbid you're in a state where it's not legal. How can they hold that against you if you're a woman in this case? A drew response, Apple isn't tone deaf. Skip to 1205. So I watched the video. It's like an hour and 30 minute Apple town hall. I watched, I skipped to 1205. And they do talk about technology that monitors, you know, your body. So they can kind of tell when you're ovulating, et cetera. And they assure us, the general public, that this information is completely private to you, double encrypted, and that, you know, it's up to you if you want to share that or not. Well, Drew, I guess that's your opinion, but mine differs. You know, they don't say in the ad the level of privacy and that you shouldn't be sharing this. They kind of willingly say like, this is a great thing for you to track on a device. I still find it tone deaf. And are we to just trust these big tech companies implicitly? They say it's encrypted, but I mean, how many times have there been lawsuits against major corporations for just being full of crap and straight up lying? And wasn't the Titanic unsinkable? Can't this end to end double encryption? I mean, eventually someone's going to find a way to hack it, right? Adam Sandler never thought his name would get brought up in the big Sony hack, but there it was, embarrassingly enough. But thank you, Drew. Drew's sticking up for Apple, and I do have an iPhone. I want to be clear about that. And hey, folks, continue listening to the Sydney Hollis show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Google and wherever. You get your podcasts. But basically those three. Okay. That's it for Apple Reaction. Folks, we have a controversy here. The tanning club that I started, American Mail. It's it's you know, it's fallen under fire. Uh, you know, there's a belief out there that it's the sun tanned crew cut, all American Mail. There's a belief that I hold that it's the sunned tanned crew called american mail of course if you're curious what i'm referencing if you want to get caught up it's in episode 99. brian from murray hill drops a bomb on us and you know i admitted to something i'm not proud of i did i did bury some information that maybe i should have made public sooner but we doth persist of course i'm in the tanning club American male, and I want to make it clear that's an inclusive group. It doesn't speak to your gender. It's just a cool name. You can be male, female, uh, non-subscribing to gender um, Question, it doesn't really matter. It's just a cool name. It would make a great name for a magazine Okay <sighs> I'm a member Pat had said he was a member Pat from Chicago, but he said he was a member before the controversy, and I wanted to give him a chance to clear it up. Uh, So here is Pat responding to whether he's going to be in the club or not.
3: Sid, Pat from Chicago here. It's early on a Wednesday morning. I think it's actually Tuesday. Well, I haven't had coffee yet. But it's early, and I'm driving, and I was just... Early morning, fresh thoughts, thinking about life, important things I need to do. And uh, one of those is make a decision on if I want to continue as part of the club, American Male, the tanning club, the inclusive tanning club named American Male. I have to be honest, um, my answer is a little bit split here. Uh, One, I'm happy to continue, along with my participation, uh, to a club that's about people getting together to tan and attempt to maintain tans year-round. You know, a club that's about a harken back to just simpler times, analog days, beach days. Sure. Sure. That's what American Mail stands for. I'm in. Does it need to be named American Mail? Maybe. Does that work? I don't know. Can we think of a more inclusive name? Something that represents more of the humans, perhaps? (laughs) Maybe we put it to a vote. Far be it for me to make those decisions for the listeners of the show. But maybe we ask some folks, hey, if... It's not American male, and it very well could be. But if it wasn't, what might it be? And what might represent that spirit we're going for? Just a thought. Wanted to share with you and the listeners.
0: Wow. Wow. One foot on the platform, one foot on the train. To quote the animals in the House of the Rising Sun. Well, Pat, I appreciate your candor, your thoughtfulness. You know, this should be put to a vote, but uh, I'm not going to allow it. No vote. American Mail stands. American Mail is American Mail. Right now, it sounds like it's a club of one. Maybe a club of two. He hasn't made his official decision. And folks, am I setting myself up for backlash here? Is this me taking my role as host a little too far? A human saying a vote, let's make this democratic. It's almost everything I've been talking about. And here I am saying, "Mm, not so fast. Not on this. The club is the club. Perhaps there will be enough backlash. Perhaps Enough people will sign in to listenerline sydneyhollisshow.com, with a fervor of anger. I don't know, but for right now the club is the club and there will be no vote. Now, Dan, from the Lower East Side, boy, these Manhattan folks, Brian and Murray Hill, Dan in the Lower East Side, they really love to, uh, they really love to say their specific neighborhood in Manhattan, don't they? I guess I call myself a green pointer. I shouldn't throw stones from a glass beach house now, should I? Dan logged in, but he's not aware of this controversy. So let's just listen to him and give him the benefit of the doubt. He may also be a wavering soul as well. Let's check in with Dan.
4: Hey, Sid, it's Dan from the Lower East Side. Long time listener. First time recording a voice memo for the listener line. And, uh, I'm calling to, uh, Submit my membership for the American Mail Club. I'm quite tan. Uh, I do need a haircut, but we'll make that happen. And as soon as I do, uh, you know, I want in. And uh, secondly, more importantly, calling in to uh, wish you a very happy, special 100th episode. Congratulations, man. You did it. All right. Looking forward to listening.
0: Thank you, Dan, for the support. Of course, the 100 means something a lot, means a lot to me, and we'll be celebrating the 100th all month long here in the month of October here at the Sydney Hall Show. Dan said he wants to join. Now, let's give him the benefit of the doubt. He didn't hear Pat wavering. He didn't hear Pat call for a vote. So let's give him the benefit of the doubt. He might be on the fence. Now, Dan, I want to point out that the haircut isn't necessary. The haircut's if you believe the song to be the Suntan crew cut all American mail. That's one thing. That's actually if you're not a member of American mail. If you're a member of American mail, it's the Suntan crew called American mail.
1: The crew cut all American mail.
0: And more once more so you folks can hear it and decide on your own. That was Dan in the Lower East Side, everybody. Thank you, Dan. And, Dan, you know, the ball is in your court as well. You can, uh, this is being mired in controversy. You didn't have the benefit of hearing Pat's thing. Uh, so, you know, you you uh, you can change your mind. You can, you know, acknowledge the haircut thing if you wish. You know, we're giving you the benefit of the doubt here. Pat's calling for a vote. I say there'll be no vote. I could receive backlash from the humans on this. I guess there could be an overwhelming response. I maybe I don't know what could happen. Well, humans, thank you for participating in the reaction zone, Apple Watch reaction, American male reaction. Now we have a little segment. You know, I've been trying to get people in here, trying to get a, another voice in here for you once in a while. And uh And we've got a cozy one here for you this time. It's a cozy one. Chris Hal joins me for breakfast. Let's give it a listen. Humans, you've heard of breakfast at Wimbledon. This is breakfast at Uh, Folks, here he is live in studio. We've got a full brekkie in front of us. I'm here with Chris we for a couple of green pointers. Is this thing on? (laughs) Check one, check two.
4: (laughs) And I said, what about breakfast Breakfast at Sid's?
0: (laughs) Sid, Denise. (laughs) Sounds like a hit to me. So folks, you might hear the clanking of China and whatnot.
4: Uh, This is going to be probably one of the more compelling of audios out of all the episodes. Let me give you a little preview. Listen to that. Is that compelling? (laughs) Sounds like
0: breakfast. Sounds like breakfast to me. So folks, Chris and I were hanging out last evening. And he's like, oh, what's going on with the podcast? I said, oh, I have to record an episode in the morning. He's like, what say you to a cozy breakfast? We'll get up so early that it hurts. (laughs) (laughs) I think he said, I want an uncomfortable wake up. A very uncomfortable wake up. <laughs> well, well, turns
4: out it wasn't very uncomfortable. We, we got about a nice, cozy
0: 8:30. But here we are. We're doing here it. we are, and he said, "Let's do, let's do pajamas and breakfast." You know, slippers. And <laughs> sippers. Slippers and sippers. Like I almost sipper being a coffee. I almost
4: wish I wore glasses <laughs> so like I could like put on my glasses and put on a robe.
0: Yeah. just It just feels cozy to me. Now, folks, we have two orders of eggs, bacon, and white toast. Chris brought over four donuts from Moe's Doe's, a favorite here at the show. We got a
4: Boston cream. We got a, a blueberry, what do they call it, crumble? Apple crumble, and then just a honey dip. You know, you got to throw in just kind of a a neutral one.
0: Sure. And we have something in our... um, So I went to a diner, the Sunset Diner here in Greenpoint. Chris went to Moe's Doe's. Well, wouldn't you know, Chris has never had grits before. I'm looking at grits right now. I have no idea how these things are going to (laughs) taste. But if you let a Southerner order your breakfast for you, and they have the option to get you grits, you better well damn believe they're going to get you grits it looks like mashed potatoes (laughs) what is what's grits
4: i have no idea what this is i think it's some version of corn all right it's
0: like ground okay i'm gonna try grits here we go folks this is like a TikTok. a mass hole tries grits for the first time very plain tasting but not
4: bad oh that's why they put butter in it
0: yeah in fact we have some did they give us butter packets? They may have forgotten. Oh no, it's in there. Let me get, get a second right bite out. here. All right, not bad. Not this bad. is this is a lengthy audio version of a meme. Yeah, let me a get mass more. Masshole tries grits yeah. for the first time. This baby, it's going viral. A masshole millennial tries grits for mass the first whole time. Masshole millennial. Am I getting some audio in there. <laughs> Folks, it's a beautiful fall day in New York. Mm. We had rain for, let's see, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. We had rain for six straight days. Mm -hmm. Rain and clouds for six straight days. Today, the sun is beaming. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful out. We're window open here in the beach house. Mm -hmm. Beautiful Uh, fall morning. The kind of fall morning
4: that you would expect. Around this time of year. Yeah. The past few days were definitely giving me a week before Thanksgiving kind of rainy vibes. Yeah, a little sad. It was
0: was cold. It honestly felt like January came early. Yeah. Because of the rain, you couldn't go outside. And I was like, oh, man, this is what it's like to be indoors all day. People had their Canada goose jackets on already.
4: Ugh. Hey, dude. (laughs) <laughs> Throwback to the Lick. Sorry, yeah. Uh, it's just... Can't get that phrase out of my head. Folks, Shout out
0: to the Lick. At my old podcast, The Lick, we actively uh, had an agenda against the Beatles, and then we disliked something. We said, hey, Jude. Chris still has it in his vocabulary. Can't get it out.
4: I'll be talking to someone and just go, hey, Jude. and They'll look at me, they're like, what? <laughs>
0: Now the diner we ordered breakfast from. I'm a pickup guy, folks. I'm not a delivery guy. I'll I'll get delivery in a pinch. I'll get delivery to go along with the group. If I've got people over and it's just going to be easier, I'll get delivery. But I'm a pickup guy. You don't have, you save on the tip. You know you can toss them a dollar yeah. or two if you want, but you don't have to go full on delivery guy tip. Yeah, it's also way quicker because all they have to do is cook the food. Mm-hmm. You show up and grab it.
4: You get your exercise in. You get your you get your steps in. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, I I got got my pedals. Did in. you put your Fitbit on before you picked up the, <laughs> I the
0: food? I did not. You know, Chris, I did. I took the road less traveled, and I did not have the apps track me to go get our food. What? Although the apps know. You know, I preach. You didn't a want lot. at least one app tracking you. <laughs> well, and I think one did. Seamless. <laughs> Powered by Grubhub. Okay, that one's not bad. Uh, You know, folks, I guess I could have called the number the old-fashioned way, but I placed the order on Seamless Powered by Grubhub. Mm Mm-hmm. And I got to the diner, and I was like, hey, I'm here to pick up two orders of uh, scrambled eggs and bacon. And the guy's like, oh, great. And then I just figured the order wasn't done yet, so I sat there for like 10 minutes, and then he's like, white toast okay? And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, Wow, they were really behind, you know. It's like they're just now making everything. So then the guy's like, "All right, I'll take you over here." He's, like, "Gonna ring me up," and I was like, "Well, didn't I pay on the uh, Seamless app?" He's like, "Oh, you were a pickup." It's like I thought you were coming in to order takeout, and I was like, Ugh. "Oh, dude, I, I, I'm sorry. I thought diner. I thought error. we were on the same page." And he was also like, mm-hmm. "Oh yeah, no, nah, don't worry about it. Man. Like it was a. We both had one of those moments. So I still tossed him a buck for the trouble." Give him a Sid Buck. I'll give him a Sid Buck.
4: Throw him a Sid Buck. People are waking up slowly here at the beach house. Waking up, I can hear voices. You know. Slowly but surely, I hear the tweens. (laughs) So Uh, Sid lives in a tween household, (laughs) (laughs) infested with tweens.
0: Absolutely. You know, you never know what day of the week it is here, mm-hmm. because we all have strange jobs. Mm-hmm. So you never know whose Saturday it is, whose Sunday it is, whose Monday it is. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's a line to get in the shower at 8 a.m. Sometimes there's a line to get in the shower at 10 a.m. You just don't know. You just don't know what you're going to get here. You're yeah.
4: Yeah, like, just a line waiting outside the door, <laughs> one in the afternoon to get in the shower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you going to be out of the shower soon?
0: Got to be at work by four. Now, Chris, speaking of odd schedules, today is your Saturday, if I'm not mistaken. Or is today, today your Sunday? Today
4: is technically, technically my Friday. Oh. But, you know, I'm uh, playing a little hooky today. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> admitting it on the cast, folks. No, it's, it's not completely true out of a bit of, bit of a procedure yesterday, and uh, the back's feeling a little sore, so uh, okay, couldn't make so, it into so work. you're in pain. I'm in a little bit of pain. Couldn't perform to my fullest, so what good am I to the team? <laughs> I don't want to hurt the team, so, and I never call out sick. I'm a good boy. Well, it sounds like you gave a proper notice. I gave a proper notice. I let them know. That they were understanding. They were sweet about it. They were sweet about it. Mm, they were sweet.
0: <laughs> wow, you use a lot of emotion to describe your job. Yeah, you know. <laughs> okay, so today is your Friday. You're it's going into Friday. a you're going into a long weekend with just a it's sore back. A long weekend with a sore back.
4: Um, yeah, you know. I think I'm not gonna let it spoil the weekend, though. You not know, food. I'm gonna try and push through it.
0: No. This is New York City, so there's no shortage of things to do. And when I used to have a service industry job with with random days off, like in Chattanooga, Tennessee, mm-hmm. if I had a Tuesday off, none of my friends did, because all my friends had like nine-to-fives. Mm-hmm. And of course, if any of the dudes I was friends with were usually working if I was off, you know, that, that whole rigmarole. Like, you make friends at work, but a lot of times, those people are working on your days off, you know? Yeah. So I really didn't have shit to do. And I would lament that on my days off somewhat. Mm -hmm. I saw you, me, and Dupree alone at the movie theater. Matinee. I saw the Mark Wahlberg Philadelphia Eagles movie, Invincible, alone at a movie theater. Matinee, (laughs) right? And I'm not a movie theater guy. I I gushed and gushed about Top Gun, but I'm not a movie theater guy. Twice, two different periods of time in my life, I've gone five years without seeing a movie in the theater. Wow. Um. Which wasn't meant to be a badge of honor, but frankly it is.
4: It's kind of fun to say, though. <laughs> it's kind of like, guess what?
0: Yeah. I haven't been to the movie in five years. <laughs> so all that is to ask you, what do you have planned on your weekday weekend? Because even though it's New York City, I sometimes find myself kind of just going through the motions and not doing a whole lot. What I know. What do you, what have you yeah. got planned? Today's your Friday. You're going into a Chris Howe long weekend. Today is... Um, to be today's actually
4: Thursday, today's actually Thursday, so that's a fun day during the week. Anything can happen on a Thursday. This is true. I mean, I'm having breakfast here at you know, Hideaway Bluffs, <laughs> 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 yeah.
0: We just combed through the luxurious buffet at Hideaway Bluffs. We're at
4: Hideaway Bluffs. I'm staying here at Hideaway Bluffs, and I'm having the continental breakfast right now. (laughs) I'm enjoying my stay.
0: I'm going to take a break from the proper brekkie (laughs) and go into one of these donuts. Get in there. Is there one I should take here, Chris? What do you think? All up to you. I mean... Right here, we got the apple
4: one. We got the blueberry crumble. Um, Honey dip and boston cream
0: i mean you're from massachusetts you have first dibs on the boston i've had a
4: lot of boston creams in my
0: life you want to take a stab at it i'll take a stab (sighs) at it is it cool to have the whole thing is that cool all right all right so you're gonna tell us so today's thursday anything today's thursday anything
4: can happen um it's beautiful out Uh, i'm gonna you know i'm gonna figure it out tomorrow i do have plans and saturday i have plans so, Saturday, I'm or Sunday. pretty set up for
0: this weekend. But let, let's go through today. You're going to finish Brekkie here. I'm going to finish Brekkie here. We'll probably finish around 11.30 a.m. Yeah, I'm not rushing it. And, you know, you'll have a belly full of carbs. Belly full of Sunrise food, Diner food. Sunrise <laughs> Diner. Some coffee. And... You'll have a beautiful fall afternoon ahead of uh, you. I can't spoil this day. I gotta really... Do you go home and play the guitar in your windowless room? Mm. Chris has a windowless room, so Maybe a
4: half hour of strumming. Just to relax even more. Uh, who knows? Maybe uh, get a little sunshine out on the back patio. Oh, you do have a back patio at your place, I forgot. I like to call it a back patio. It makes it sound nicer. <laughs> Than just a guitar. Like, it's more like... Unleveled concrete <laughs> and mulch spread everywhere. But hey, it's a backyard. It is a backyard. Do you have a and, dog? Do you and your roommate uh, still have a dog? I don't have a dog. <laughs> but my roommate has a dog. So you live with a uh, dog. her name is May. She's oh a sweetie pie.
0: Wow. um No that's what She's like said about the You also oh, said sure. sweet about your coworkers. Yeah, I'm either- <laughs> I don't know
4: what's with me. I'm using the word sweet a lot this
0: morning. She's sweet. Alright, so you have a dog named May that might come outside and bother you, or Mm. it it keeps to itself. Bothers me a little bit. In my
4: head, I throw out a few Hey Jude's. I go, Hey Jude, Hey Jude, Hey Jude. (laughs) But she's nice, you know. Doesn't bark a lot. She has the energy of, like, a puppy, but she's ten
0: years old. She's a sweetheart. You know, that's what people say about me. <laughs> I am forty one. I'd I'd like to think I could pass he's for got the energy of a twenty seven. He's got the old. energy
4: of a freshman that's in right. college.
0: <laughs> the energy of an eighteen year old, the look of a haggard twenty seven year old that spent a little bit too much time outside. On you top know? you fell asleep on top of a box truck. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you might play the guitar, but what are you going to do with this day as a New Yorker that has everything at their fingertips, but it's still maybe nice to stay close to home? Man, just like, you know, if I just I want to roam Are you going to the, the... Met?
4: Don't ever ask me that question again. <laughs> you already know the answer to that. <laughs> Seen it once. For all I care, they can burn the place down. <laughs> Nah, no, probably not the mat. But, you know, might hit up a coffee shop, write a little poetry. Okay. Okay. No, I won't do that. No.
0: D- I don't know. I'm, I'm just gonna, you know. You're it's a very that. high pressured question right now, Sid. So I don't. Fair enough. I don't want to ruin like your your extra day off. Yeah. Now, um, Chris, my... the reason I'm pressuring you so hard to hear what about what you're doing on your days mm-hmm. off is because I get in this habit with having my random weekdays off here, you know, I'll work a little on the show. And then, you know, yeah, I'll, I'll have slept in. I'm going to catch up a little bit on rest on my days off, as as people do. Mm-hmm. You know, even growing up, my parents would set an alarm on the weekends, but they would set it for nine. So oh, that's not too bad. Simple, you know. Now, but I noticed I get caught in the same old routine. Pre-COVID, this was a, I wouldn't say an addiction of mine, but mm-hmm. certainly a habit that was a little pricey. On one of my two days off, I would usually wake up late, have a little coffee. Now this is not summer, cuz summer I really get out there and get after it. But yeah. when it's a little chillier yeah. out, have a little coffee, if no friends are around to do anything, surf the web a bit. Mhm. Starts to approach lunchtime. I would have a toke or two of cannabis. Mhm. Go to the local massage place. <laughs> Not a happy ending spot. Not a happy ending spot.
2: Wow. I would get an it's like hour, a
0: morning. Hour massage. So that's... um, And massage there was $40 for an hour. Wow. So with a $10 tip, which is a great tip percentage-wise, it's still under a dollar a minute, which is great for massage. Like I said, it's not a happy ending place. Mm-hmm. Just a nice... Understood. Just a nice massage. They had great elevator music, like some elevator versions of like Elton John. Oh, that's fun. I'd finish that. You know, after a massage, I always say, oh, drink plenty of water. You know, we loosen up all the toxins in your muscles. Gotcha. And I would have like the little cup they'd offer me while I was paying. And then I would leave, have another toke or two of cannabis, go straight to our our spot, Keck and Lantern, oh. <laughs> have a couple IPAs, some wings, some waffle fries. <laughs> Talk about uh, me day. <laughs> Come home, take a nap. I would feel incredible, right? But then when I wake up from the nap, I would say, this is around the time I would have been getting off work anyway. What have I done with myself? You know, I would almost, I would beat myself up for having such a great me day. Well, it
4: sounds like uh, you're kind of changing the oil, like, (laughs) out of your car. It's like, you're just, like, rejuvenating yourself for when you have to go back to work, so you come back fresh. This is true. So it's not a totally bad thing. No. And then you still have half your day left. Strum a little bit. Yeah, I'm still waking up at three or four from that nap. Maybe record a
0: cast. This is all true. You you can record a fresh cast after all that. (laughs) So I haven't had a massage since the pandemic, if I'm going to be honest. I don't know why I wouldn't be. Did you? Wait.
4: Okay, so you got a massage before the pandemic. This is
0: all pre-pandemic. Okay. This is all pre-pandemic, Sid. Sid, how's the grits? They're pretty good. Pretty good for
4: grits. Now, what what do proper grits taste like? Like, how do
0: these grits taste different from, like, other grits you've had? So I would say these hold up pretty well. Like I said, they kind of taste a little plain.
4: That's what I was thinking.
0: A lot of people add pepper or salt or something like that. And, of course, there's a big butter element. Mm -hmm. But if left to my druthers, I'm a cheese grits guy. Ooh, kind of cheese we eat? Uh, I'm a cheddar guy. Ooh. And you really, really mix it in while they're hot. So that the, Get you melted. don't even see the cheese. It just They just have an orange color because the cheese ah. is so mixed in. Gotcha. That's my preferred method of cheese grits. You go to some diners and you say you want cheese grits, and they bring it out with a slice of American cheese just on top that's, like, melted. Oh. Almost like at Wendy's how they slap the cheese yeah, on that's... there, and they depend on the, the burger to melt it.
4: Yeah, that just... I feel like that's
0: just like, uh, that's just lazy grits. It is. It's lazy cheese grits. So I'm a cheese grits guy, Chris, right? Thank you for asking. Sure. And I didn't grow up having grits all the time. They were more of a special occasion food in our house. Mm hmm. Christmas, company. Mm mm-hmm. hmm. Yeah. Took like a special occasion. Yeah. Food.
4: What's a go to breakfast? Like, what's a normal go to breakfast, if at all? Sometimes I don't eat breakfast.
0: So if I'm working. I mostly work at seven a.m., so I I rise at five thirty.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I snooze maybe once. Sometimes I have the alarm start going off at five fifteen. Sometimes five thirty. I'm just I'm just slow with the morning, mm-hmm. so it takes me about an hour. Gotcha. I try to be out the door by five by by six thirty, six twenty five, six fifteen, mm-hmm. depending on what my commute is. I'm a coffee-at-work kind of a person. Here at the beach house, I don't have a coffee maker. Mm -hmm. I just forego it. And then, yeah, I'll either go no breakfast and eventually have some lunch when I start feeling crazed. Mm -hmm. Uh, Or I'll just do the classic you know, bacon, egg, and cheese. I used to be a sausage, egg, and cheese guy, and that is my preference. But for me, at New York delis, the bacon's always kind of near the grill. Mm-hmm. Either ready or it doesn't take as long. The sausage yeah. they gotta go find it. Yeah. I mean, I just kind of got sick of that, so I was like, you know, let me just keep it easy, keep it quick. Mm-hmm. So I'll go bacon, an egg, and cheese, or I'll, or I'll be like a uh, pastry guy. Okay, Or I'll do a pastry. How about yourself? Same.
4: I kind of have the same schedule, so I'm up pretty early. Usually, not having breakfast, I just go straight for the coffee, and okay. I'm a uh, I'm a coffee at work kind of person myself. Yeah. Kind of like having that warm cup to, you know, sip on while I'm on the job, you know. It's a nice distraction too. Exactly. It's a nice little side activity. Let me step in the back, have a sip. Mm -hmm. Let me step in the back, have a sip. Yeah. And I am a sausage, egg and cheese guy myself. But, no, I get it. It feels like you don't know, like, where that Sausage has been how long? It's been out. You don't know if it's fresh or not. Yeah, you don't know if. They're Especially when you're it? ordering like over here at the deli or something. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I mean, it tastes good, but I don't know. You know, they get the getting it pre-cooked.
0: You know, some exactly. places get the pre-cooked where it's just they're warming it up, yeah, not really cooking it. It's the thought that really toys with you. Yeah, where well, you know the bacon's going to be fresh. Mm-hmm.
4: You're not getting as much meat, you know, with the bacon. <laughs> Fair. Unless they throw a lot on there, but. It's so usually only like a few slices, you know? <laughs> That's an average amount.
0: Mmm. Are you a ketchup on your eggs kind of guy? You know, I'm not. I'm barely a ketchup on my hot dog kind of a guy. Whoa. <laughs> That's compelling audio mm-hmm. for you. I'm not much of a ketchup guy. How come? You know, I don't know what it was about it where I just started like, eh, not as into ketchup. I guess because I saw too many people drown stuff in it. And then I was home from college once and I was like making a hot dog in the microwave and about to eat it with like wheat bread. You know, we didn't have hot dog buns in the house. We just used regular bread. Yeah. And I squirted just some mustard on it. And my sister came and looked at me and she goes, just mustard. She goes, what are you, a northerner? (laughs) I've Because it's like, oh, up. when you see the side of a bus or something, I feel like they just show mustard on a hot dog or something, you know? Oh, right. And right we were right. used to that, visiting our Northeast family. Gotcha. And so that was a really, that cut me to the core. Just mustard. What are you, a northerner? Ouch. <laughs> what a dig. <laughs> Where's
4: your sister? I'm calling her up right now. <laughs> Let's call her. Let's get her live. Get her live on the air. Chris, what about you? A apparently, apparently, northerners don't put ketchup on their hot dogs. Are you I don't know where that on? rumor came from. I always put ketchup on my hot dogs. Oh, you're here to dispel it? Yeah. I Mint. couldn't imagine Lust. eating a hot dog without ketchup. I thought that was like the rules. Uh, interesting. <laughs> how can you have a hot dog without ketchup? Folks. Or better, yeah, like how do people just have a hot dog with mustard on it?
0: All right. There's no shortage of controversies here at the uh, Sydney Hollis show right now. We've got the American male controversy. Now we've got ketchup gate. I mean, I I don't want to get too controversial. I don't want to get kicked out of Hideaway Bluffs. (laughs) I just got here.
4: I'm enjoying my continental breakfast
0: at Hideaway Bluffs. You know, I feel like the kind of situation where the hotel manager, like it's where they work, but then they'll entertain a guest in the restaurant. And everyone's sort of on edge, like, oh, the manager's eating in here today. Oh, like, yeah. I feel like the Hideaway Bluffs manager right now, having breakfast in the in the <laughs> lobby restaurant. <coughs> Excuse me.
4: Bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Do you uh, do you like when people go cousin uh, tight? <laughs> cousin
0: tight. Cousin. tight or something. Cousin. tight. No, I don't. Uh, in fact, I, I prefer people it. not say anything at all.
4: It uh, makes me pisses me off when people don't say anything. You know, I'm I, waiting for it. I'm staring at them. Like, you're not even gonna bless me? Bless me. <laughs> you know, you I don't know asshole. if my
0: family didn't say it, and I just didn't grow up hearing it, or if I just didn't participate. But I've just never been a bless you guy, and I got called out on it about a year and a half ago. Oh, you'll get called on it. Eventually. Two people that I know were like, "You don't say bless you." It's like, yeah, I noticed that he doesn't say bless you. Wow. And I was like. Am I missing something? Like, is that really something I'm supposed to be saying? Like, I've just never said it. And now I've had this issue with it where now I say it, but I don't think I'm saying it to enjoy it. And I'm not trying to sound like an episode of Seinfeld here. being very honest. No, but it is true. Like, why do we say it?
4: Like, why? It's like someone's just sneezing, right? Yeah. It's just like
0: something your body does. And they go, oh, bless you. Well, I've definitely sneezed... You know you're ever getting a sneezing fit where you sneeze maybe four or five, six yeah. times in a row? I've definitely had a sneezing fit before around like an adult. Let's say I was in high school or college or something. Mm-hmm. And... And like whatever adult is like continuing to say, bless you. But then I can't stop sneezing because it's I'm not, I'm not sneezing on purpose. If I didn't have to yeah. sneeze at all, I wouldn't. Uh, and the person goes, like, all right now. Like almost <laughs> like... All right, you got your you yeah, got like, five blessings. I can't do. Hey, how many more. times am I gonna have to say this? Like it's almost like <laughs> you never had to say it once. Like I th- that really, it was like say it, it was either a friend's mom or like a friend of a friend's mom. Just one of those irritating people in your life where you're like, this person's an adult, so I have to kind of like keep my yeah. mouth shut. But it's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm bothering you for sneezing. You don't have to. You don't have to acknowledge it at all. Yeah. Like, all right. How many more times am I gonna to have to say this? <laughs> Zero. It's like I'm just I'm just doing
4: my thing over here. Like I'm just sneezing. You don't have to say anything. Yeah. It is a weird, very weird thing
0: that we do. Well, Chris, our plates. will continue
4: to do it. Well, Chris, our plates You're are starting get
0: to get empty. Have starting to become empty. Our coffees are low.
4: Coffees. Are... Can you see me over here just nursing this guy? Just nursing. I've got maybe Chris. about quarter of an inch left of coffee. I'm just trying to hang on to it, though. Is there anything we need to tell the listeners at the end of the very first breakfast at Sid... Sid... (sighs) Sid... Well, the breakfast was delicious here at Hideaway Bluffs. Um... I highly recommend it. Uh, Very cozy morning. We were going for cozy, and I think we pulled it off. The conversation stayed very cozy. Just very even keel. Not trying to, you know, not trying to... Spark any too much controversy or um, get too too wild. It's just a cozy morning cast. That's all it is. Yeah. And we hope you can listen to this, uh, you know, just
0: around when the sun's rising, perhaps. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. yeah, why not? Well, humans, that's going to do it for breakfast at Sidbulden. Have a great Friday. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. See you next week. And thank you to my guest, Chris Howe, of course.
4: My pleasure.